1: Back, baby! It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Fisher Desaples, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider. Some somber news, I guess, gentlemen, but not but not news we're surprised about. Uh, Malik Murphy, our QB two, will be transferring from our program. He will not be with us for the college football playoffs, unfortunately, in the Sugar Bowl, uh, and if we make it further uh, in Houston, he won't be there either. Um, before we get to the schedule release, which is very exciting for next season and our first year with the SEC, we do have to discuss this. Um, I'll come out and say look, we want the best for Malik. It's going to be unfortunate that he won't be. He He filled in as best as he could, and he got us two wins at the end of the day, and he's a big reason why we're here. Um, it's unfortunate that he won't be with us and he won't be able to suit up if we need him. Like you never know, knock on wood. We hope Quinn's fully healthy and plays, you know, both those games. If we make it to the best of his ability, but knowing Quinn's injury history, it's not out of the question. The backup quarterback is, is, is paramount as we've seen, you know, for Florida state, and for other programs, you got to have a good QB too. While I trust Arch and Arch is exciting. Malik does have more time under center for us this season and he he's more acclimated and, and he's more of a veteran piece. So it, it definitely sucks in that capacity.
2: Um, but yeah, we shouldn't be surprised. You know, we knew this was coming. We I mean, knew it was coming for sure. Um, honestly, incredible. Like, he stuck with it and got some playing time, and yeah. the few games that he had under his belt definitely helped his resume a little bit in the recruiting battle. So I think that's a, a nice thing that he can take with him and, and show to other schools is that he's got some legitimate game game tape in a Power Five conference for a potential national championship team in a season. So um, obviously, it sucks that we don't have him on our roster because you know Quinn goes down, and we know he's he's definitely susceptible to injury we do have to roll with arch and yeah, not that we're not confident in arch, but you know, you definitely want the guy with more game experience when it comes down to a college football playoff. Um, I will say, you know, Malik has already come out and said that he's a Longhorn forever, forever, um, which is awesome. And, you know, there's no bad blood whatsoever. I don't think anyone is, is uh, there's any animosity or anything like that. I think J, you know, uh, Jonathan Brooks, JB, even like put out a, a sad face tweet when he heard the news. Oh yeah. Um, so it, it definitely sucks, but, in this recruiting process right now in transfer portal like you have to jump on these opportunities as quickly as possible like he doesn't have time to wait around an extra three weeks because some of the big programs might get their guy already it's yeah. kind of like mlb for agency where it's like you want to get the best deal possible and you don't want to wait too long um so he's got to get on this quickly yeah, yeah. so and yeah. the teams that are rumored yeah sorry teams that are rumored lsu georgia oklahoma state um ucla Rice is in the mix for some reason, but you know, hopefully we don't have to see him, you know, against us. I mean, obviously we want to root for him, but we never want to root against him. I think you you see I think you see is a good fit. He's
1: from the area, go back home. I don't I don't hate that fit at all. Uh T.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say I'm I'm actually I'm really proud of Longhorn Nation just seeing the responses and the praise that Longhorn fans and teammates obviously um, shouted out to Malik when he announced the news was cool to see, uh, you know, a lot of times guys who are not the the starting QB when they go somewhere else, or even guys that are the starting QB. I mean, you look at a situation like Ohio state mm-hmm. and the conversations and chatter from Buckeyes fans and college football fans, the entire season, even though Kyle McCord only lost one game was that this guy was not it right? Yeah. And, and now he's going somewhere else and he probably has a little bit of a sour taste in his mouth. Um, and probably a, a good reason as to why he didn't want to stay and try and compete for the job next year, no matter who they were bringing in. Because I, mm. I feel like that would have been the, the scenario. And if Quinn, um, I actually think Malik probably would have been in a similar situation, although far more pressure with a guy named Arch Manning, you know, chomping at the bit right behind you. Crazy. And in the, in the limited amount of play that we did get to see from Arch, it was really enticing. He looked really sound. He was, he throws the ball. Well, he's very mobile. He looks to be a good decision maker. Um, and Malik, but, but so many Longhorn fans. And I, I feel like we deserve some, some good credit there. And I'm just, I'm, I'm proud to be a Longhorn alongside them in how they were talking about how essential he was in getting us to this college football semifinal game, winning those two games, close games. He was indispensable in our route to a, a potential national championship and and he deserves all that credit and so it was just cool to see that and it's cool to see that he wants to be a part of that that longhorn nation that longhorn family for the rest of you know his days and that you just it's just a better feeling when a guy leaves like that as opposed to something went wrong right in and, and Sark and he had a, a massive disagreement they don't like each other. The players, yeah. aren't, the, the players don't respond well to our coaching staff. It's not that, right? It doesn't. He just wants the opportunity that he deserves as a highly touted high school prospect who ended up at the University of Texas, who is very patient and might have gotten the opportunity, but knows that he's guaranteed an opportunity elsewhere. It Makes total sense. And uh, wish him the best.
1: From an arch perspective, like Arch came into this program going, okay, Coin's going to start this year, and if things go right. He's going to go to the NFL draft, and I'm going to come in there next year. I still am a believer that Quinn can still go to the NFL draft despite saying he wants to come back. But despite saying he wants to come back. So let's say Quinn goes. They are not passing up Arch Manning. Arch Manning will transfer, and they can't risk that. From a, Just like even off just off the field, let alone forget on the field. Off the field, you just can't risk that guy leaving right now. And there are still rumors that the Ohio State Buckeyes are going after him. Malik Murphy, again, you know, I agree with you, Todd. It's great to be a Longhorn. Great to see everyone, you know, have that response to him and be proud of him and and wish him the best. And I think we're seeing that more and more with this transfer portal era. That's the best case for transfers these days. Guys are not leaving on bad terms. They're just leaving because they're not getting the playing time they want or they think they deserve and they want to go benefit their future elsewhere. And that's been the better part of the player empowerment era. Those sour tastes that leaving for the wrong reasons or crazy reasons, those are diminishing. And it's guys being like, hey, look, like this just wasn't a right fit for me. I think McCord is different. You know, Kyle McCord, he loses one game at Ohio State, but everyone's like, they just know he's not the guy. I think that's probably the most bad blood we're going to see this offseason. But the Malik thing is like, hey, look, man, I know I'm not your guy. Like Quinn yeah. comes back, I'm not your guy.
2: Arch comes, he leaves, I'm still not your guy. Same thing with Casey Thompson. Same thing with Hudson Card. I I don't think there's yeah. any love lost there. I mean, everyone respects the hell out of what they did and, and how they represented they Orange. And I think those guys, you know, one off and got opportunities where they were the guy. And it, I don't blame those guys. You know, you don't, no. your years are limited as a football player. Um, you know, for, for most guys, they don't go pro, but you want to squeeze every single piece of juice out as you can and have an opportunity to potentially go pro. So I don't blame them whatsoever, but to your point on Quinn before we get into the schedule um if he balls out he most certainly I think should go to the draft just with the injury history that he's had I know he's an early season pick to be a Heisman favorite next year um but you don't want to have that drive you. you like you've had two pretty serious injuries in your college career thus far and if you go out and take care of business against Washington and take care of business against either Bama or Michigan, you're going up against pros. And if you're playing in both those games, um, if you at least get to the championship, that means you had a pretty good game in the game before. There's enough tape there for you to get taken in the second round, maybe first round.
1: Yeah. You I, would have been the guy that goes, you'd have been the guy to go and beat Bama in Bama, one of two teams to do in God knows how long. You would have dominated and been record setting. And outside of that one interception been pretty flawless in the big 12 championship in the final big 12 championship (laughs) for the Texas Longhorns. They won. You would have, like you're saying been great in the first game. Cause you're going to, you're going to have to be great. Quinn yours has to be great for us to beat the Washington Huskies. They are going to put up points. They are not a run attack team. They are an offensive juggernaut from the passing game. They are going to put up points. We love our defensive backs. It's not our strongest suit. Just David Spade, David Spade like that's that's the you know the, the black and white of it. Quinn's going to have to put up points. The mm-hmm. Michigan offense is still strong or Alabama offense if we see one of those two teams in the next round. They're going to have to put up points there. He's going to have to ball out for us to win. If he balls out and you're if you're going to be a first round pick especially at the quarterback spot, we've seen how guys wait and it never works out for them. It didn't work even Liner was going to be the first overall pick. Didn't work out for him. Matt Barkley a USC guy. Locker who was still a top 10 pick dropped. Like Sam Howell went from being all right. This is going to be the first quarterback taken to a fifth round pick. Quarterbacks fluctuate the most, I would say. So if you are Quinn
2: Ewers and you could be a look up who the favorite of the NFL MVP is right now. Yeah, and it's he Brock was,
1: Hardy. and he. But, but after his re- r- rookie year in college and sophomore year, he was supposed to be a first round pick. Right, ended up being a seventh round. Pick. Mr. Re- re- Relevant. Yeah, even Tua. It was tank for Tua. Tank for Tua. Like not like yeah, oh like, like he- roll. And he went, yeah, and he was he and he Burrow went ahead of him. It was a anything the could happen? Fifth overall, yeah, because Herbert was six. Caleb Williams, the, the the immaculate quarterback, still might not be the first guy taken. So anything could happen with the quarterbacks. People fall in and out of love with them. If you're Quinn Ewers and you're gonna be the fourth quarterback taken in this class, which which is which is the highest he can go, I think, because I don't think he'll jump to and Daniels, um, and obviously Drake May and Caleb Williams. There's a chance he gets taken by a pretty good organization. What if you're picked, you know, what if you, the Broncos are like, you know what, you, we like you and we want you to be the backup
2: for Russ and learn under Russ. 100%. I mean, look, it's it, hard Minnesota. We always say, like, it, you're a product of your environment and sometimes it can scoop your development when you go to an organization that is desperate for a quarterback. I mean, look at how it worked out for Aaron Rodgers, right? Green Bay wasn't in a terrible position. They picked and Jordan in Love. The draft. And Jordan Love, right? Like, you go in a position where you're already on a, a roster that's pretty well built out you got good receivers got a good line got a good head coach you got a good record to go with it for quinn yours like that's the best thing possible for you you know you don't want to go to a team like the carolina panthers or or you know the 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 bears right now or you know i mean i think those teams still have a lot to do they have a the lot raiders. of majors to make the raiders yeah like train wrecks so at the end of the day best case scenario for longhorn nation um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, would I rather have Quinn next year? Would I rather have arch? What you rather have as a longhorn is for Quinn to ball out these next two games where he has no choice, but to go to the draft because he's did everything he can to get us to a place where we're winning a ring and that's that. And then arch plays. And that's it. Yeah. That's can, the best possible path.
0: Yeah. I mean, in you, win an, you win it. You win it. Yeah. You win a national championship. We kept talking about it this year this is the last thing I'll say on it. Caleb Williams came back, but he had already won a Heisman. So the only thing he had left to do on the check on the checklist was win a national championship and what he looked like when he felt that his team couldn't get there. Right. And and how he kind of started to not disassociate, but not have that same focus and and that level of want because he was already ready to be a pro quarterback. And if Quinn wins a national championship, I don't care about the Heisman. You did what you were supposed to do. That's what you go to college for—to win a national championship. Who's
1: and the best? Who's the best quarterback in the history of our program?
0: Vince Young.
1: And who do many people regard as the best quarterback of the 21st century in college? Colt. Cool, Vince. Vince Young was so the double <laughs> answer. Sorry, but yeah, Colt. Sure. Neither neither of those guys have Heisman. Neither of them have Heisman's. You nope. right. Vince Young doesn't have a Heisman. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have a Heisman. Andrew Luck doesn't have a Heisman Trophy. Like these guys don't have Heisman trophies. Like, but still, like they went and they balled and you know and they got the job done. Not Andrew Luck didn't win at all, but Trevor Lawrence won a national title. Vince Young won a national title. Like that's it. It, it trumps just, just a Heisman go, Trophy. Just
0: go win a national title. Speaking of national titles, yeah. Next year's schedule is very important in regards to. How we can get to the national title. Oh, what happened to us? Our heads.
1: I got to figure it out. There we we are.
0: There we are. Uh, But the schedule is obviously such an important part, not only the strength of schedule, but also just how it lines up. And it was announced last night. Um, All the SEC teams now know their schedule. And we are currently looking at the Longhorn schedule for
2: next year. Read it for us, bro. I sound like you're a Scottish there. Looking at the Longhorn schedule. Looking at the Longhorn schedule. Lassie. Yeah,
0: so it's it's. I'm gonna have to get close here. I feel like an old man, but just so I can see the dates because they're quite small. Uh, we open the season against the Colorado State Rams. That's August 31st, uh, and then the next week, week two, we play the Michigan Wolverines in Ann Arbor.
2: Could uh, be a that rematch match. of of the of the final.
0: Absolutely right. Um, if they beat Alabama and we beat Washington, that's who we're facing. In the college football final, uh, week three we will play University of Texas San Antonio, the Roadrunners, on right, September fourteenth. More, yep, uh, that game's at home. Then we play University of Louisiana Monroe at home the following week. Then we get into conference play. We open uh, on September twenty eighth with Mississippi State. That is also is that, that one's also a home game. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And then we go to Dallas uh, to play the Red River rivalry. Then we go, we go back home. So a lot of home games early here um, against the Georgia Bulldogs. Then we take it on the road to Vanderbilt uh, at the end of October. We open up November against Florida at home. Then bringing back the rivalry, which I think at some point has to have an official name with Arkansas. Um, we play them November 16th. And then the week before Thanksgiving, uh, we play Kentucky at home and we finish the season at Kyle Field in College Station playing against Texas A&M, uh, which will now uh you know consistently be at the end of our schedule for that Thanksgiving game as it was uh prior to AM nice. joining the SEC. Uh yeah.
2: all right go some, what's some your gut check Nick Yeah, some takeaways. Um I think that rivalry name for Arkansas should be called the pig roast. Right, I'm with it. About that. Pig roast? I'm with all right it. cool yep sold. Uh got a bye week before the Red River rivalry. So that'll be nice to uh you know get our our heads right and and focus in and lock in because i mean we always know that that game can present a lot of different challenges and like we're sitting here this season with one loss on our on our record and that's the one loss and honestly i feel like we think we're a lot better than what that game showed so having a bye week in front of there gives us plenty of time to prepare and get our mental focus in there um and then honestly it, to go right off that game and go straight after georgia right after that we could be riding a huge wave um because it's not that hard of a schedule besides those two games in my opinion i mean obviously michigan preseason, but you can foreseeably drop that michigan game and run the table and still be fine and go to the playoff i mean at the end of the day sure. when you win your conference or in that's how it is now with with this new process so foreseeably like that michigan game really only matters for bragging rights and you know ap polls and stuff like that but your conference is what really matters if you're winning the sec you know you're you're for sure getting into the playoff so i like those those two games being back to back you know for riding a high here we take care of business i mean vanderbilt will lay up florida's in shambles the pig roast i mean they weren't that good this season. <laughs> kentucky has got <laughs> some big transfers coming in this this year i feel like they've yeah. been doing really well in the transfer portal you know, their team to watch out for and then Little brother, oh little brother, Texas AM. Um, We'll see how that game goes. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of emotions from from them as well. So I, I'm not going to consider that one a layup, and it's at Kyle Field. So you know, you know, they're going to be practicing their their midnight yells for for weeks, maybe months. Um, but I'm excited. This is really fun. Yeah, I, I'll say
1: first three, three of the first four games are quote unquote knock on wood layups, and they're all at home. So. If we have Quinn, great. If we don't have Quinn, that's Arch Manning's first four games as a starter. Love to see that at home. Three games at home. They're all pretty, <laughs> pretty gimme games. At Michigan's going to be tough. You know, we'll see what happens with JJ McCarthy, right? Um, and then oh, we have we have people in the comments. One guy's saying I just noticed OU will have an entirely new offensive line next season and quarterback. Well, OU's, I'll get into you in a second. At Michigan, they're gonna have a lot of changeover. Right. They're going to, they could have a new quarterback. They could have multiple, both their running backs go to the draft. They could have receivers gone, you know, offensive linemen, defensive linemen. And yes, they are a plug and play play program and they have great recruits coming in. But you don't even know what's going to be the deal with Harbaugh. He could be gone too. So if we're going to get Michigan, I'm glad we're getting Michigan. um, Even if we do see them, obviously, in the the college football playoff, knock on wood, I hope we do. Um, I'm glad we're getting them next year versus early on this year. Um, I, I think, you know, we saw that Bama team. We saw how that can be. This Bama team in the college football playoffs, a lot different than the Bama team we saw. I'm not saying that we would have lost to this team. I'm just simply saying like they had a lot of change go on in Alabama and it took them a little bit of time to get their sea legs. Michigan could be in a similar position next year with all the turnover they have going on. Mississippi State at home. Great. Should be a win. But look, Jeff Levy was the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma, and he took the job as the head coach at Mississippi State. It's not a gimme game. Somewhat of like a, they're going to give us a tough time. He beat us this year on offense, so that, that's definitely something to watch out for. Oklahoma is going to have a lot of change, obviously with Dylan Gabriel going, but Venables is a heck of a coach. They're going to be a heck of a team, and they're going to come if they if they were so improved from Venables' first year to his second year, you have to anticipate they're going to be just as improved from his second year to his third year. Like you have to give him the same level of credit as we gave Sark. Georgia tough as they could be the number one team next year at Vandy layup lines, Florida's in shambles. I'm with you there at Arkansas, the pig roast, like, look, they have, they're going to have a lot of turnover. KJ Jefferson's gone. Raheem Sanders is gone that we, we went there last time and lost. That's not a gimme game. It's a rivalry game. That could be, we give be in a position, you know, let's say best case scenario, we're running the table. We're undefeated We're the number one team of the nation. They're playing, they're playing our, to ruin our season, Arkansas at, at yeah. home. Kentucky I'm glad you gave them credit not an easy game. Um and then at, a- at AM, the emotions are high man. It's I think we have a, a, it's a nice schedule in the sense that we and I'll let you go to your reactions that we don't play Auburn, we don't play Alabama or LSU obviously. and we don't see Ole Miss. I'm glad we're Tennessee. Yeah. We we missed those 5 teams. It's kind of great. We got lucky.
0: I mean and- Not to mention, we're not playing Mizzou either, who's a former Big 12 team, which you you could have understood if they had put them on our schedule. And obviously they ended the season ranked the number nine team in the country. So
1: That would be remiss. Thank you for including them. I do want to say, while it's a nicer schedule and an easier SEC schedule, there are a few trap games in there. And and it's not a complete cakewalk.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I also think it's worth mentioning that, uh, and this is probably no new news to anyone, our schedule will never be easy ever. Oh yeah.
1: It's a lot harder (laughs) than it is this year,
0: but um, it is in consideration of the teams that we could be playing. Like you mentioned, Josh, Um, we're, we're getting away with, you know, getting some of the, the worst teams in the sec in particular, if if you get Vanderbilt, you know, you're only playing eight sec games, you get Vanderbilt, like you're happy about that one. Right. And a good timing to get, you know, a new, a new head coach at Mississippi state. Right. Florida and AM, I will say while those those programs are not in a good spot right now they have a lot of talent on both of their rosters mm-hmm. and if we aren't playing clean football next season which obviously we won't know until we get there and I would hope that later in the season fourth year in Sark's tenure, like we will be um will we w- because we've built that winning culture this year um those those games could get chippy and yeah. look I I know like Florida's at home but it's uh, they're always a tough team, and Billy Napier like it, it can only get better. I I would expect. We'll see though. Um, but I love the the opening point about Colorado State, UTSA, ULM. Um, those are huge games. I, I like where we're catching Michigan. But of course, you know, you look at the schedule, and if Georgia's doing their thing, if Oklahoma's doing their thing, Michigan's doing their thing. I mean, we we could feasibly, if we run the table, or even if we lose one or two of those games, um, have played three of the top 10 teams in the country. Like I don't expect Georgia to be lower than number eight at any point next season. They're going to bring back Beck. We know what they do on the defensive side. Um, They'll lose Bowers. They'll lose McConkie, but you know, they'll have guys that step up. Their running backs are young. Um, They're, they're always a good football team and obviously Kirby smarts, one of the best coaches in college football. And if Harbaugh's there, he's one of the best coaches in college football as well. So um, from a strength of schedule at the top, as far as the best teams that we play, they're some of the best in college football. And I think those, those wins can really mean a lot. Um, but this is fun, man. I, that A&M game at Kyle field, that's what the the season's all about really there. I mean, I know we, we want to get the the Sooners back in the red river rivalry game, yeah. but to bring that, to. to bring that rivalry back will be a ton of fun. And I know every Aggie is already licking their chops because they, they want to spoil our season. Um, I hope we travel well. Last time I was, I I was at that last game in 2012 uh, when we played in Kyle field and we beat them on that uh, Justin Tucker field goal to win the game with, with case McCoy at the helm. So um, I'll probably be back there again with a bunch of my family who are Aggies. And you know, the best part about that, I I remember leaving that game. I think we were juniors in high school and I was like, they don't have a band. Like they're, they do have (laughs) a band, right. But they're a marching band. They don't, they don't play music contemporary music while the game is going on. And I was sitting in the away section next to all the longhorn next to the longhorn band and they were popping off. And then the longhorns win they play. All I do is win. And I was like, this is a vibe. This These is guys what are, I want to be a part of.
1: The AM guys are suckers and losers.
2: Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I will say, I think we're going to have four ranked games this year. Go Michigan, Oklahoma, yeah. Georgia, Kentucky. And there could be a potentially be a fifth at AM we'll yeah. see. And they're going to look to spoil the season. You mentioned the Pig Roast that you know for the number one team in the nation, we're going to Arkansas. If we're the number one team in the nation, if we're any team in the nation, right? For our hopes of winning the SEC or going to the conference championship, the biggest roadblock is AM. That would that would make their entire lives to beat us on the first game back at Kyle Field to kick us out of whatever championship game we're looking to get into. Um so be careful of that. Yeah. Um honestly I'm excited for these tailgates cuz uh, at the pig roast I mean you got some good eating you know you could roast a pig we have a gator roast you a gator roast we can do a That would a, be good. We can do a bowl like, it roast. tastes like
0: chicken it's pretty good. All right well Time. easy there. Yeah see, <laughs>
1: some guy threw out in our comments uh shout out to DJ Dog 31 GA fans good luck finding hotel rooms on October 19th ACL Formula 1 same weekend in Ooh. Austin <laughs> coincidence? Hmm I think not. If there is one thing, we have I would boys that live in Austin. There's, if there's one thing I would say, yeah, right. If there's one thing I would say is like, I'm not worried about them. They gotta have no fans. Like that team's gonna come to play. They have pros, pros, pros on their team. Yeah. And if Beck is back, which he should be, like he's a guy that can go first overall. He played that well in the second half of the season to, to warrant that level of consideration next year. Yep. He, he's growing that much as a passer. So it, it's a really great point. But that team could easily. Like they don't need like yeah. travel that that well, and they will. They'll figure it out.
0: No, knowing that it's ACL, the Grand Prix, and us playing Georgia, which feasibly could be college game day, right? Like you wouldn't be yeah. surprised if it was. That be. might be the best Saturday throughout the entire football season, like just from an experience standpoint. So being that city, it's buzzing.
2: Uber's yeah, amazing. we're we're gonna
0: have to get down to Austin. The other thing I'll say is, um, from a part of the reason. For Texas fans, what's so exciting about going to the SEC. Obviously, the quality of play across the board is so much better. Um, But traveling to some of these incredible venues and cities in the Southeast, and I feel like this year we kind of get shortchanged on that, right? Because we just played Arkansas. We know what College Station and Aggieland is like. And then, okay, fun. We get to go to Nashville and, and, and Vanderbilt. That's great. I don't think a lot of people are going to go to that game, although it's a, it's a great city. Vanderbilt's a very pretty school, but we're excited about going to the Grove. We want to go to Death Valley. We want oh, to go yeah. to the Swamp. We want to go to Sanford Stadium <laughs> and watch us play the, the dogs at their place, right? Between the hedges, like, so I think from that standpoint, like we're 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 aiming low this for this first year, right? Um, but it benefits us because we play so many games at home.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to quickly touch on OU schedule too, because we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our enemy, who is along with us. But uh, they start with Temple at home. They've got Houston, um, then they've got Tulane, Tennessee. Then they're at so they've got four straight home games to start the season. Then they're at Auburn. Then it's the Red Rebel Rivalry. Uh, they also have a bye week in between. Um, then they come back home for South Carolina. Then they're at Ole Miss. Then they're uh, back at home for Maine. Then they're at Missouri. Then they're back at home for Bama. And then they end the season at LSU. Wow. So it's wow. a tough schedule compared to what we have. You know, they've got LSU, Bama, LSU. Bama Ole Miss, uh, Auburn, Tennessee, Texas. I mean, the, Missouri I mean they could be playing six or seven ranked games this season hey
0: you got to mention the other team who else you got to mention in there
2: uh South Carolina
0: the Tulane Green Wave who have been a really Hey, oh, oh, yeah. it's yeah. not an
1: easy gimme that's no, not that's a, not easy not either. at all
0: it's not I not mean the main that. game is a, the main game is the easiest game between the two of our schedules I would oh, say yeah. but yeah, I mean it's nice that they get to start at home, but obviously their their season gets really that's tough sledding to finish the season with Bama and LSU, um,
2: Missouri too. We mentioned yeah. them finishing number nine, so they've so got to go LSU to Ole Miss too. to
0: go to the Grove. You know that's a tough one to travel to. Um,
2: yeah, I don't it, envy it, that. DJ Dog, you know he mentioned it um, earlier in the show, but OU have an entire new line next season, which it's true that they, they've all entered the transfer portal and. When you're heading the SEC, what's the one thing that you want to have a uh, a plethora of? Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of interior linemen, D-line, and O-line, and the trenches, man, they're looking a little light right now in in uh, in Norman, so they might have a tough season next year. Yeah, I'm trying to see what else,
1: what other like big, um, like you know, out of conference games are in the SEC outside of that. Uh, LSU is USC. Which is in Las Vegas. It's pretty exciting. Notre Dame at AM. And this is all week one. Um, Clemson versus Georgia in, in, in Atlanta, which is Ooh. exciting. You, Miami versus Florida is week one uh, next year. So that's all week one. That's all week one. It's going to be insanity. Uh, Tennessee goes to NC State. Or sorry, that's in Charlotte's neutral site game. But that's again, like. It's got Wisconsin. Yeah, NC State's not a gimme game. Bama's got Wisconsin. You're right. Um, and then we pretty much head into SEC play after that. No one else has any games. Uh, sorry, Saturday, week four, UCLA at LSU's got both those teams. Wow, they have UCLA as well, um, which is which is pretty intense.
0: Yeah, I, the one that we didn't even necessarily spend that much time on on Oklahoma's schedule, they play mm-hmm. Houston too. And mm. that's a Big 12 team now, right? I mean, they were this this past year, but Houston could get they could get plucky and scrappy in that game, knowing that they're playing the team that left the Big Twelve, right? Like we don't have one of those Big 12 teams on on our radar uh for the foreseeable future. But I imagine whenever we do play one of those teams again, you know, they're gonna come after us and they're gonna come after us hard. So yep. yeah.
2: Yeah, no I damn. do not I do not envy OU. Ole Miss. Bama that's a oh, tough. We're in is- the perfect place. I think I think we could not have gotten more lucky with how it's shaped out for us with how our season's gone this year and how it's looking how we walk into the SEC with a roster that has not been picked apart by transfer portal with guys that are wanting to come in with new huge commits that are coming in being a top 6 potentially top 5 ranked team in recruiting yeah. this year. I mean it's it's looking really good for the Horns. Um so we're super excited yeah oh is it we're here to excited it. to be
1: excited i'm excited to be excited and we're here to cover it we have news that we'll announce i think this early weekend. next
0: week probably this early next week yeah. yeah
1: we have a really special guest coming next week and we have some really cool news for next week yeah so all very and, and the
0: Quan cosby will be back joining us on the show uh, as he typically is so that'll be great
1: yeah the goat all right guys horns up amazing stuff malik thank you for your time with the longhorns we wish you the absolute best and hopefully we get a ring so you get a ring uh hook them guys we'll see y'all later peace